Welcome to One Cause Church. We hope you enjoy this inspirational message. Is there anyone in the house that's not pastors? Please. Someone that's not an evangelist, not a prophet, not a teacher. You are welcome too. Amen. I'm going to ask my wife just to come and greet you before we start. Please come. I get her in church once a year, and this is that moment where she's in church. But tonight is our date night. Because we don't have the kids with us. It's really so good to be here. We are absolutely in love with your pastor and his wife, or pastors, must I say. Oh, we enjoyed them so much in South Africa. Really, I, I looked forward to tonight for such a long time. So it's good to be here. And um, there's such a nice atmosphere in this place. But not just tonight. In general, I sense the Spirit just saying to me, thank you for the humor. Thank you for not limiting the who God is, that there's just no limits to him, and because of that, he can just be who he is um, in this place, and I really sense that tonight, so it's a privilege to be here. He was hoping I'll preach longer. <laughs> Amen. It's such a joy to be with all the pastors, so I greet you all, uh, Bishop uh, Brandon, Good to see you, and um, uh, um, the apostle, it's such a blessing, I've, I was with him about two weeks ago in Durant, is that right? And uh, they are amazing. Um, we speak Afrikaans, we don't speak English back home, so sorry for that. Ons kan het taal praat wat niemand van jullie binnenkant verstaan That's uh, our language, so um, English is my second language, and then tongues my third language. Um, are you ready for tonight? Amen. I want you to get ready for a prophetic conference that's not going to be like any other. It's going to be different. Um, I want you to have expectation tonight and during this conference to hear from the Lord, not just to hear through a person or through a prophet or through an individual prophecy. Don't sit here and say, God, if you really love me, then you'll give me a word. God has already proved his love through the cross. So he loves you. He's, uh, he doesn't have to prove it through a prophecy. So know that um, when we teach and preach, we prophesy. So everything that you hear is a prophecy that's coming forth and it goes to you. But God is waiting for a response from you. Often I minister to people and they would say to me, Andre, you are the seventh person that gives me this word. And I think, what have you done with the first six? When are you going to respond? When are you going to do what God told you to do? Um, and uh, during this conference, I really sense that people are going to take big or huge steps of faith. And as you take that step of faith in your personal life, that God's going to show up and you're going to see that breakthrough within this conference during this time. Now, we have started it this morning. We've, uh, those of you that have been here this morning, we looked at the phones and we prophesied over those phones that good news is coming, that breakthroughs is coming. So you are going to receive good news within the next 48 hours during this conference. We're trusting God for this moment, right now, not next month, in this moment that it will do something powerful. I believe that God has given a word to every speaker, to every, everyone that will be here, and also during the worship. The breakthrough comes through worship. As we worship, God's going to give you your breakthrough, but I want you to respond to what He gives you. Amen? So don't look at me and say, give me a word. I want to look at you and say, what are you going to do with that word? When are you going to respond to what God asks you to do? 
I've prayed and prayed and prayed and asked God so many things and what to do, which direction to go. You know, we can teach and train so many things. And God constantly brings me back to this message, to this word that I want to share tonight. And I believe that it's a word in season. And I believe that there is power that's connected to this word at this moment. Amen. Let's get, to get, let's get ready. I want you to open up your Bibles in the book of 2 Peter, 2 Peter 1 verse 10. Now, there's a lot of pastors in the house, and they know what I'm talking about. There's a lot of ministers that's in the house. But are we talking to, uh, to those ministries as well tonight? Is my drummer, anointed prophet drummer, yes, he, he didn't leave me. He's still with me. Okay, I'm glad he's still in the house. Okay, we can have a good time. And the keyboard lady, you ready? Amen. <laughs> We're excited. Uh, we need more prophetic worship. We need prophetic drummers. Come on. We need drummers that can play, and then a prophetic sound can come from that. Amen. <laughs> yes. Now listen, ministers in the house. We receive by invitation or impartation. We receive by invitation or impartation. That is the two ways that we receive. Now, I thank God for impartation. I thank God for that. And we're living in a time where there's a lot of impartation taking place, where people impart into others. We have a new generation that's standing up, and they are imparted to the gifts and anointings and mantles they impart into them. I thank God for impartation. Now, if it wasn't for the impartation, many Christians will die during winter. Because of impartation, they can go on. They can continue on. Now, the challenge with impartation is people can become so used to impartation that they live from impartation to impartation to impartation. Okay, let me use different words. Prophetic conference to prophetic conference to prophetic conference. Okay? They live from conference to conference. Now, there is one thing that is beyond impartation, and that is invitation. Okay, people that have responded to invitations in their lives are the people that can impart to others. Now, invitations only comes once in a season. A season can be a week, a month, a year, five years, ten years. A season can be 50 years. It means that within a season, an invitation comes to you, and it's the invitation that gives you the power and the resources to function in the supernatural. The power is connected to the invitation that is coming to you. Now, it only comes once in a season. And if you miss it in that season, you have to wait another season before the invitation comes again to you, to your life. Are you with me? I'm sharing this with you because as we prophesy to you, it is an invitation that's coming. As you worship, as you sit in church on Sundays and you listen to the Word, there is invitations that is coming to you, and God is waiting for you to respond to the invitation. We look at our lives and we say that I don't have time, I don't have the resources, I can't do it. Listen, it is the invitation that gives you the resources and the time to do it. When you respond to the invitation, then God gives you whatever resource you need to function on that level. Peter gets an invitation to walk on the water, an invitation. It is because of the invitation that he, he says, Lord, if it's you, call me. 
And then he calls him, he invites him to walk on the water. And as he invites him, the invitation gives him the supernatural ability to walk on water. Without an invitation, he can't do it. Are you with me? It is the invitation that puts him out there. Now, when it comes to the spiritual world that's around us right now, angels are attracted to risky faith. Whenever we get an invitation, we have to respond to that invitation. We have to position ourselves as far away from the boat as possible when the invitation comes. We often respond, but we place ourselves as close as possible to the boat. That if it doesn't work, that we can just quickly get back into that situation. I want to encourage you during this conference, when the invitation comes to you, to position yourself as far away as possible from that boat, from that situation, that you cannot get back into that place and into that situation. Now, that attracts angels. And that pleases the Lord. In Hebrews 11, 1, we know what faith is. In 11, 7, that it is faith that pleases God. Without faith, faith, it's impossible to please God. So when we respond, we don't respond to the natural things that we see. We respond by faith. With me? Now, 2 Peter 1, verse 10, he says, So friends, confirm God's invitation to you. I like this translation. He continues, he says, His choice of you. Don't put it off. Do it now. Do this and you'll have your life on firm footing. The streets paved and the way wide open into the eternal kingdom. Now, in God's kingdom, he invites us. In any other religion, you have to work to get there. But in God's kingdom, we get an invitation. We are invited there to that place. A scripture that you know very, very well is in the book of Acts chapter 2, Verse 17, Acts 2, verse 17, it says, In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. does not say your sons and daughters will be prophets. It says your sons and daughters will prophesy. Now, we put emphasis on speaking in tongues, and we know that speaking in tongues is vital to your spiritual health. But when he speaks about the fact that he will pour out his spirit on all people, he says that your sons and daughters will prophesy. Every person should prophesy. When we prophesy, we call things into existence that is not. We speak to things that is dead. That's prophecy when we speak that. I said this morning to you that the Holy Spirit does not know the difference between when you are speaking the truth and when you're making a joke. He takes everything that you say as truth. So we have to watch our words because our words will be. That will go out and it will happen exactly that way. Now in the book of 1 Samuel, chapter 3 verse 1, it says, The boy Samuel ministered before the Lord under Eli. And in those days the word of the Lord was rare. There were not many visions. There were not many visions. He says, in those days, the word of the Lord was rare. There were not many visions. It means that in those days, the word of the Lord was visions. God spoke to them in visions. Now, it was rare, but we are living in a time right now where there is a lot of visions, a lot of dreams. 
God is speaking to us. And he said in the book of Acts that, that uh, your sons and daughters will prophesy, your young men will see visions. So there is visions. You can see 50 visions a day. You can see 100 visions a day. There is a lot of visions that goes forth constantly. We see these visions, and God speaks to us. Now, during those times, there were not many visions. We keep on looking at the lives of the disciples, and we think if we could just, you know, live in those times. Let me tell you that they would give anything to live in this time, in this season, this moment. They would love to be in these times that we are living in right now. Because we're living in a time we have access to so many things, even spiritually. We've got access to dreams and visions. God can speak to dreams and visions to every person in this room. And that is just one flow of God's voice. But everyone have dreams and visions. Now, I want to say to you, a dream without a response remains a dream. A vision without a response remains a vision. A prophecy without a response remains a prophecy. You can have so many prophecies and visions and dreams, and we can brag and talk about all the dreams and visions that we have, but until we respond to those dreams, it will remain a dream. Until we respond to that vision, it's just going to remain a vision. And that's why I'm saying to you that during this conference, God is waiting for a response. He's waiting for you to respond to the dream that you had, to the vision that you had. He's waiting for you to have some action. And that dream or vision or prophecy is an invitation that goes out. And God is waiting for you to respond to that vision. And as you respond to it, suddenly everything comes into motion. The power, dynamis power starts to work, and suddenly there is a breakthrough. There's a miracle at that moment because you're responding to the invitation that's coming to you at this moment. Now, he speaks to Jeremiah in the book of uh, uh, Jeremiah 1, chapter, Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 11 to 12. He says to Jeremiah, he says, The word of the Lord came to me. What do you see, Jeremiah? Now, when it comes to dreams, visions, however God speaks to us, let's talk about dreams. The dream comes from God. The vision comes from God. So God speaks to Jeremiah through a dream. He gives him the dream. And then God says to Jeremiah, what did you see? What did you see? And then he says, I see the branch of an almond tree, I replied. The Lord said to me, you have seen correctly, for I am watching to see that my word is fulfilled. Okay? So God gives him the vision. God gives you the vision. He gives you the vision. And then after he gave you the vision, God says to you, what did you see? What did you see? The first time God spoke, He firstly spoke to create, then to communicate. Firstly, to create, then He communicated. So God says to you, gives you the vision, and He says, what did you see? What did you see? And then in that moment, when you speak the vision, the dream, when you speak about it, that moment when you speak it, then he comes. He says, yes, you have seen correctly. And now I 
will watch over my word. Now, the word there, I will watch over my word, is, is I will bring it into fulfillment. I will make it possible. I will watch over it. And if it doesn't exist, then I will create it. I will bring it into fulfillment. Now, we see so many visions today. You drive in the car and you see a vision. You sleep at night and there's a dream. You don't have to dream all night. So you experience these visions and dreams that's coming. And God is waiting for you to verbalize them, to speak them, to, to look at your wife and say, this is what I've seen. I've just seen a vision. This is what I've seen. I just had a dream last night. This is what I've dreamed. Because at the moment when you speak that vision, <laughs> at that moment when you speak it, it starts to come into existence and then it changes. God then stands up and says, yes, you have seen correctly. I will watch over my word. I will bring it into fulfillment what you have seen. I want to remove a burden from you tonight. The burden that is upon you that says you have to bring it to pass. Because you get a vision and that vision becomes a desire and a passion and then you try to bring it into fulfillment, and you find yourself in a place where you are trying to pray God into the vision. <laughs> but God is trying to get you into the vision, because it came from Him. <laughs> and instead of working against God, you have to realize tonight that we are working with God. He gave the vision. The only thing that He asked is that you would agree with what he saw. Now, when we take the word see, the word see um, is connected to the word witness. When something happens, there's different parties that see. When an accident happens, there's two parties that are part of it, and they are witness. They give a testimony of what has happened. And then after they gave their testimony, then there is a third person, a witness, that, that saw both of them at the same time. That is a witness to the event that happened. Now, the word see is connected to the word witness. So, when you see a vision, then God comes and He says, what did you see? And suddenly, you become a witness to what God has seen, to what He has seen. And you are just <laughs> the mediator. You are just um, the messenger. You are just the person in the middle that is responding to the vision that God gave you that He wants to do through your life in this season. Amen? But He's waiting for you to respond to that. So He's saying, what did you see? What is the dreams that you have? What is the, <laughs> the visions that you are seeing? I remember a time in our lives where I had a dream. I had a vision of uh, we just got married and I had a dream of a home, the home that we will build. And I saw it on uh, stilts in the air, and I dreamt about this home that we'll have. You, you've been there, remember? So I saw it, I had a vision of it. But at that moment, we did not have the resources to start to build or to do it. But I responded to that vision. And I took <laughs> a, a rock, and I went to an area on the farm, and I put that rock there on the ground, and I said, this is where we're going to build, right here. I responded to the vision. I said, God, I see what you see. I see what you see. 
I see what you see. I don't have the resources to do it right now, but I see what you see, and I'm responding to that. And then secondly, I remember we bought 10 poles, the first 10 pillars for the home. We had money for that, and we bought that 10 pillars, and we drove to that same site, and we dropped those 10 pillars right there on that place. I said, God, I see what you see. I see the home. I see it in the air. I see it. Six months later, from that moment on, the home stood there, completed, without any debt. Finished, without any debt. Six months later. The vision <laughs> is the invitation that contains the power and the resources to complete it. But God is waiting for a response by saying, I see what you see, by sharing it with someone, by sharing it with your husband, your spouse, your, by, by verbalizing it to say, I've just seen something, to share it. I don't know what this might be, but I just saw this. I just saw a vision. I just saw this picture of this home, of this place. And then a response towards that, responding to that. I'm sharing this with you because you are getting invitations, invitations. God is giving you an invitation. Now, when you miss that invitation, again, you have to wait another season. That season can come once in a lifetime. You can wait another 50 years for that season to come. Now, the good thing is that when you miss it, you'll be ready the second time. Because then you find yourself in that desert period in your life where you're waiting <laughs> for the door to go up and you know what the call is, you know what to do, but you're waiting for the door to open again so that you can step into it. I'm sharing this with you, and I thank God again for impartation. We can impart because of impartation. But there is nothing like responding to God's voice. Responding. This building that we're in right now was a vision. It was a vision. The campuses is a vision. But there was a response that was needed towards that, to say, okay, we're scouting for land. We're looking at buildings. We're looking at places. There's a response to that that now we look at it and it's a manifestation because of a response to that vision. Now, in this moment, there is invitations that's coming to you. God is speaking to you. He's speaking to you on different levels of your life, on, on, on a personal level, in your personal life. He is speaking to you and there is invitations that is coming and He's waiting for the response. Those doors are closing and it will open only in the next season, the invitation comes again. And there is one thing that I could do tonight is to plead with you to respond to the invitation that God is giving you. To respond to what God is saying to you at this moment. Do not respond to my vision, to my dream, to my purpose. Respond to what God is saying to you. What is He talking to you about? And you're looking at me and you say, Andre, what do you see in my life? And I'm turning it back to you tonight like the Lord turned it towards Jeremiah. And He said, Jeremiah, what do you see? What do you see? What is the things that God is showing you about your life, about your future, about your children, about their futures? What are you seeing? And then I want to, I want to ask you to respond to that in whatever way possible. Whatever way possible. And my only response at that moment with the house was I could go to the land and I could mark the land. 
That was what I had at that moment. To say, Lord, this is where we're going to build it. Exactly here. On this spot is where we're going to do it. It was a response to God's vision. Now, when you respond, <laughs> God says, you have seen correctly. You have seen correctly. And now, now, I will watch over my word. Now I will watch over it. I will bring it into fulfillment, the vision that you received. I want you to know tonight that that vision comes from God. It comes from Him. We are just carriers of that. I am not the vision. It is not me. It's not my resources. It's not my ability. I'm the vessel for God to work through to come and establish His kingdom and do what He wants to do. I'm just the vessel. But we can no longer... <laughs> delay the vision because of finances. If listen to what I'm saying. We can no longer delay it. We can no longer delay it. We have to respond. Do not let resources intimidate you. Don't let it intimidate you. Respond to the vision. Because as you respond to the vision, God will, <laughs> He will loosen supernatural resources that <laughs> your mind cannot comprehend at this moment. Supernatural resources. Now, I want to say to you, if you want <laughs> a prophetic word tonight, let me give you a prophetic word. The prophetic word tonight is this. Do not let current comforts keep you from the next season. Don't get settled in the place where you are. Now, it can happen. Because we pray, you know, where you are right now in your life, you prayed to get there. There was some, there was some <laughs> blood, sweat, and tears, and prayer, and fasting, and, and there's a lot of things that got you to that place. But that's not the end result. God wants to move you on. He wants to take you further. But you can get into that place, and you can stay right there and say, God, I, I'm, I'm comfortable. I'm, I'm here. Okay? I don't, I don't want to move on. It's, it's okay here. Let me push you a little bit further. <laughs> You're people of faith, right? You have great faith. A couple of uh, <laughs> months ago, a year ago, we had, a, we had a, um, a saving plan where we saved a lot of money. Zandia is a doctor, and she's worked hard, and we've saved everything, and it's, you know, it's just a, something we saved up. And one morning, I got up, and God spoke to me. He said to me, Andre, what is that? What? He says, what is that? I said, God, that is our plan B. That is for when you don't show up. That, that's what that is. That is, you know, when, when nothing works out, then we have that. That's what that is. And it was okay for us for a season. You see, God grows us. He grows us. And there was a time in my relationship and walk with God where that was okay. And then we got to a place where I became more dependent. I placed my faith and trust more in that than in God. And then it became a problem. And God said, what is that? I said, God, you were not, you're not supposed to know about it. It's, it's, no one knows. It's, it's nothing. And then the Lord spoke to me. An invitation came. The Lord spoke to me about that situation. He said, Andre, you have to get rid of that. 
and the invitation came. You see, when the invitation comes, you have a decision whether or how you're going to respond to it. You have to make a decision. God is gracious. So he says, I'm giving you an option. I'm giving you an invitation. Trust in me. Have faith in me. But I want you to let go of that. It's limiting you from what I want to do in your life. And we found ourselves in a situation. The invitation came. What do we do? God's speaking to us. And we decided, I spoke to Zandia now, the, the problem with Zandia is she always says yes. She always, she doesn't pray about the thing, she doesn't fast, she doesn't, just says yes. So I said to her, this is what I sense God is saying, we have to show that, what do we, she said yes. I said, don't you want to pray about it? Just take, some, take a day off, just make sure. I said, no, if God says we have to do it, we have to do it, to so go for it. And we took a step. Now, this is what it's about. Immediately, when we took that step in the natural, immediately our faith level went to a different level. Immediately. And you need to know this or hear this today, that when you sow, it might be some time for you to see it in the natural. But spiritually, you affect it immediately. From that moment right there, it takes your faith to a different place. Suddenly, <laughs> it's easy for us to trust God for certain things. Our faith just went to a different level. Now, I'm sharing this with you as an example on one level or area of faith in our lives where God is speaking to us right there. Now, when I would speak to other people about that, you know, when I would speak to a financial advisor about that, he would say that you're definitely not from God. He would say that it doesn't make sense. No, there's no way. No, don't do it. It doesn't make sense. But there is an invitation that's coming in that moment. There's invitations that's coming to you and to your life. And at that moment, you have to decide whether you're going to respond and how you're going to respond. Where you're going to place yourself in that situation. <laughs> Are you going to place yourself right here next to the boat where you still have one foot in the boat and one out? Or are you going to position yourself right there in that place? Now, right now, as you're sitting here, your seat is becoming warmer. <laughs> and you're saying, I don't like this. This is not comfortable. Words, prophetic words should build comfort and encourage. <laughs> this is challenging. God is about to challenge you on every level of your life. Not to break you but to build you, to move you forward, to pick you up to a different level, different season. But you have to respond. You have to respond to the invitations that's coming. When people sit in church on Sundays and the word is being preached, there is invitations that goes out the whole time. Invitations. And only when they respond to that invitation, the transformation takes place. Their minds are renewed immediately when they respond to that invitation. A sermon <laughs> can suddenly become a transformation. That's the sermon. Because they're responding in faith to what God is saying. They listen, they're hearing, they say, I see what you see. I see what you see. And in the times that we're living in right now, these invitations are going out through prophecies, through preaching, constantly. These invitations that's coming to you, but it's going to require a response, a response. Until you respond, nothing is going to change. 
If you don't respond, I'll see you here again next year on the prophetic conference. <laughs> and you look exactly the same. Exactly the same thing. We have to learn to respond. What is the prophecies that God has given you? What is the prophecies that He has given you? I remember 17 years old, uh, I grew up on a farm really in the middle of nowhere. There's no airport. The closest airport, I think it's five hours from there. Nothing close by. 17 years old, on a farm, sitting there. I see a plane. Planes don't even fly over that area. I see a plane comes over there. Maybe it was my vision. I don't know. So a plane. And as I saw at 17 years old, God says, I'm opening up the world to you. I don't know what that, what, what do I do with that? You know, we don't have a car at that moment. How do we, what about a plane? I've never flown in my life. I've never been at the airport, never been in a plane. 18 years old, I remember, I asked someone, I got a lift, I said, would you please drop me at the airport? 18 years old, went to the airport, walked on that airport, on that place, said, God, I see what you see. I see what you see. I see. I went to the airport, prayed at the airport. Says, God, thank you for nations. Give me a heart for nations. Give me insight into nations, Lord. Give me a word for nations, Lord. Let's pray right there. Great prayer time. Walk back home. <laughs> Walk back home. 18. Ten years later, God opens up the world. Ten years later. There's a response. It is simple. It is insignificant. But God honors faith. <laughs> honors faith. I want to plead with you. Do something about the word. Do something with what God has been speaking to you about. In any way or form, whatever the prophecy, whatever the, the insight God is giving you, respond to that. Respond to that. And then you will see how heaven will start to respond to you and to your situation. Amen? Amen. Where's my drummer guy? Come and my lady that play. Come, please. <laughs> Come on. Play. <laughs> I desire more of God. I desire more. I'm not happy. I'm, you know, we, we contend with what God does, but when it comes to the Spirit, I want more. I want more. I want to see more of God. I want to see more of heaven on earth. <laughs> right here. Let it be. Let it be. Right here on earth. There's powerful men and women in this room. Powerful men and women. There's a corporate anointing that's in the atmosphere that's in this place. Corporate anointing. <laughs> Different level of faith. Different level of faith that's here. We're trusting God for that breakthroughs. I want to speak to you about a situation quickly. And then I want you to respond to that. It's not about me. There's many pastors here and that's going to pray with me tonight. We want to see that breakthrough in your life and in your situation. David. Samuel speaks to Jesse and he says, Get all your sons. I'm coming to anoint the next king. Okay. Then Samuel arrives. At the celebration, at the conference, at the banquet, he arrives there, walks in the room, looking for the one, the next king to anoint, and David is not there. And then he says to Jesse, do you have another son? 
And Jesse remembers David. He says, yes. He says, well, go and call him. But then Samuel does the following thing. He says to the group of people that's there, he says, now you remain standing until he comes. Because the celebration started. You don't take your seats. You don't sit down. You will stand until he comes. That's what it says. They didn't have WhatsApps. They didn't have phones. They said, go find David. <laughs> but while you go and look for him, you remain standing. The entire room stands, not just with people, with people that hate him. That's who's standing. People that did not see his potential. People that did not think he's qualified. <laughs> people that did not recognize him. He says, you remain standing until he comes. Someone, I think a servant goes in the field and he starts to look for David. I don't know how long, but he finds him. And then he brings him to that place. David walks into a banquet. He's no clue what's happening. He doesn't realize it's his own banquet. It is, it's, his, it's his moment. Walks into the place, call him to the front, and in the midst of his enemies, he gets anointed. In the midst of them, anoints him. May, may, amazing prophecy over his life. Gets anointed. The man of God, Samuel, the prophet, touches him, anoints him. Dramatic ceremony, horn of oil. And then after that, he goes back to the field. Just back to the field. <laughs> and there's this moment in David's life. Between the anointing and the open door. This moment. Suddenly he goes back to the field. He's been anointed, been prepared, been prophesied to. Everything, you know, everything happened that moment. But now he has to wait for God to open the door. He has to wait until the call comes. He has to wait until the invitation comes. And in the end, it is an instrument. It is an instrument that opens up the next door for him to play for the king. And through that instrument, he... <laughs> He finds himself in the chamber of the king and builds a relationship with him. And there everything starts. Something happens there. It's an invitation. Tonight we're going to pray for people that is in that part of their lives. You've been prophesied to. You've been anointed. They take, they've taken a horn of oil and poured it over your head. But now you find yourself in that moment. That dry season. Maybe it is a season that you've missed because of the invitation. But I thank God because of His grace, He can accelerate that season. He can accelerate that. And we pray for that open door. We pray for that breakthrough. We pray for that phone call to come. Phone call to come. We pray for that breakthrough to come in your life so that you can step into the next season that God has for you. I want to invite you tonight, if you are here and you are in that season, that season, between the anointing and the open door, where you're waiting for God to move, then I want to call you to the front. We want to pray for you. I want to call you to the front. You can come to the front. We want to pray for you. For acceleration this season, that the open door will come. Open door. This time, you're going to respond. This time, you're going to be ready. 
This time you're going to walk into what God has for you. You're not going to miss it. Where's Nathan? Is he, is he here? Source, Mr. Source, where's he? Come on, come and stand here. You and your wife, come and stand here. Doors about to open. Is it okay if I pray? Yes, you can come with your wife here. Come on. Come on. God's going to open up those doors for you. Okay? He's going to open it. You've been, you know where to go. You know what to do. It is all set out, but God needs to open. And only God can do it. Man cannot do it. God is about to release favor upon your life that you cannot get from a man. Godly favor. Godly doors. I see certain, I see two sides of doors. One side, all doors are open for you. All doors are open. But it's people that you are in relationship with, people that you know well, see cities and places that's open to you, people that you've been connecting all your life. And then I see the other side that is closed and God is opening up a new place where there is no relationships. You don't know anyone, but it's a God thing. It's a God thing. He's opening up places that looks different, that sounds different to what you used to. It's different, but it's a God thing. God is in that. There is different groups of people that moves in that area. But I see that God is giving you favor with them. He's giving you favor. God will use your life to build a bridge from one area to another area. You will connect the two. You will connect the two because you have something to give. You have something to give. <laughs> God has called you from a young age. Young age. He has called you. Young age. You've been anointed. You've been prepared all your life. All your life. I hear the Lord saying, do not be discouraged at this moment. See that there's a frustration that things are not moving as fast as you wanted to move. Do not be discouraged. Do not be discouraged. Do not be discouraged. For God is with you and He will open those doors. You need to know tonight that those desires and that passion that's burning inside you, nights and nights where you lay awake, say, God, what do I do with this? What do I do, what do, I do with these things? It's from God. It's from God. And tonight God comes and He says, Do you see what I see? Do you see what I see? Just be a witness to what God sees. Because those dreams are God dreams. <laughs> he has shown you those things and He has given you those things. It's God dreams. Thank you, Father, for acceleration in His life. Supernatural acceleration. We call it forth. I declare that you're going to use this man mightily. You've assigned him not just to one nation, but to three nations. Signing him to that. <laughs> Thank you, Father. Thank you, God. You'll make a way. In Jesus' name. I want to ask the pastors in the house, please join me in front. All the pastors, the ministers, the understand here. Yeah, I want you to pray with me for these people. Please come and stand here, please. The men and women of God in the house, come and stand here in front with me, please. I'm going to pray for these people and then we can start to minister prophetically. We're just going to pray for you for acceleration. That's it. It's not about who prays for you. We're just laying hands on you and we're saying, God, we call it forth. Let it be. Let it be. Let it be. When I ask them, the pastors in the house, just minister with me. Just pray for them. Let's pray for them. Let's pray for them.
Thank you, Father. Let it be. We declare tonight, let it be. Let it be. We pray for acceleration in their lives. Acceleration. Acceleration to step into the things that you have for them. We call it forth. In Jesus' name. Both of your hands. Both your hands. Ah. Father, I call it forth. Let it be in Jesus' name. I pray for acceleration in their lives. Let them step into their new season. Pray for open doors and favor. Accelerate them, Jesus. Ha. Thank you, Father. Accelerate them. Father, we give you all the honor and all the glory. Thank you, God, for testimonies, testimonies, testimonies that's coming of what you have done. What you have done. New season. New day. <laughs> we call it forth in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. If they prayed for you, then you may be seated after they've prayed for you. We're just releasing. Come on. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I call it forth. Let it be. Call it forth. In Jesus' name, God. This is the time. This is the moment, God. Accelerate everything in their life. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Acceleration is coming. Accelerate. Jesus' name. Accelerate. Accelerate. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Accelerate. Accelerate Him. In Jesus' name. Thank you, God. Thank you, Father. Call it forth. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We release it in Jesus' name. Thank you. They laid hands on you and prayed for you, then you may be seated. Please, we want to quickly pray for everyone. We want to start to minister. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Let it be, let it be. Declare that. New season. Call it forth. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Pull it forth. Thank you, Father. Babri shi pri pri hende versi kumatsu. Amen, amen. Come on, let's give God all the glory. Come on. Come on, you can do better than that. Thank you, Father. Trusting you for breakthroughs in their lives. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. We call it forth. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You may be seated if they prayed for you, then you may be seated. Thank you. 
Thank you, thank you. Thank you, Father. I hear God saying that there is people in this room tonight that have made promises to Him. That have made promises to Him. And I want to ask you to keep your promise. If you said something, let it be. We say to God, Lord, let it be. Let your prophecies be. Let your visions be. Let your word be. But God is saying to you also tonight, let it be. If you said something, I'm not talking about you made a promise. If you said something, if you said that this is what I will do, stick to your word. Do everything in your power to keep your word. To keep your word. I sense in the spirit tonight there is people that you've you said things. You phoned people, you said things. You said a certain expectation. And that is bringing a delay upon your life. A delay. Because God heard what you said and there's the resources connected to that. It's going to bring the breakthrough when you respond to what you have said. I ask you, sense in the spirit, it's keeping you, it's delaying you from what God wants to do next. Do everything in your power, everything in your power. Respond to that. Keep your word, keep your word. I'm going to plead with you, do that. Amen. Dr. Holler and Anne, would you stand, both of you? Thank you, God, for their lives. I've such great honor and respect for this couple. Thank God. I sense at this moment that you are God's doorkeeper. Doorkeeper. I sense a door that is open. And because of that door, and I see your foot is in the door. And because of that opening in the door, God is moving. God is moving. God is moving. His power is coming in. His grace is coming in. His righteousness is coming in. And I hear the Spirit of the Lord saying that keep your foot in that door as long as possible. As long as possible. Because the enemy is fighting you right now to try to get your foot out of that door so that it close. But I declare tonight that you will stand firm. I declare tonight that God is extending your ears. Extending your health. We pray for your health right now. For both of you. We pray for your health. God needs you. His kingdom needs you. <laughs> I pray for manifestations. I declare that there is manifestations that is coming. To where you go and where you walk. Manifestations is coming. I sense an <laughs> outpouring of His Spirit. is coming. Where you go. Where you walk. I see... You're walking with a bucket full of water. And where you're going, you're just dispersing the water. Just throwing it everywhere, everywhere. Some of it in people's faces. Some of it on the ground. But just dispersing it, dispersing it, dispersing it. Because your greatest desire is to please the Lord. Is to fulfill His law, His will, His command that He has for you. It's your greatest desire. So therefore we pray for you. I want to ask you as a church, let's stretch out your hands to them. We love you. If we love you so much, I cannot imagine how much God loves you. Father, I thank you for this couple. I thank you, God, that their time and season is not over yet, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that in this time that you will use them greatly. 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 That even laws and regulations will be changed because of them. Religious laws <laughs> will be changed because of them. Because of them. Father, I pray in this hour 
in this hour that you would send help. You would send help. Whatever they need, whatever they need, I pray that within this hour that it will arise in this moment. I pray that you send men, surround him with the right men, the right men within this moment to make the biggest impact, <laughs> the biggest impact in this moment and time of his life. When I look at you tonight, I see a pen and I see physical laws that's being changed, religious laws that's being changed, being changed. And that is what you're fighting for. That's why you keep that food in there, <laughs> so that those, it can stand, those laws. And that's what God has called you from the beginning, to rise up to that level, to that place where you can influence it on that level and that area. Because of your life, because of what you've done, you have paved a way for the fivefold to move. You have paved the way for pastors and leaders to stand up and step into their callings because of things. You've set a certain standard within this nation, within this time. I hear God saying that in this moment, you will see how He will fight for you. 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 <laughs> he will fight. I hear Lord saying, you don't have to fight anymore. Because you're a fighter. <laughs> you like to get into it. <laughs> I hear God saying, you don't have to fight. He's going to fight for you. His Spirit will stand up and be your advocate in this hour. Religious people that's attacking you. Religious people. <laughs> Thank you, Father. But right now as we speak, the change is coming. Change is coming. We call it forth. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. We call it forth. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. Father, we pray for your favor upon their lives. Your favor. Now, God has assigned two angels to you just for your protection. Two angels being with you, protecting you. Wherever you go, protecting you, protecting you. Ah, thank you, Father, for their lives. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Phone calls, phone calls, phone calls. Father, I pray for favor in this hour, Lord. Put him in the right place at the right time. Divine appointments. We call it forth in Jesus' name. Amen. Bless you. Bless you, sir. Thank you, Father. It's Nathan. It's fine. It's okay. You can stand there. Take a photo while I prophesy to you. That's awesome. Thank you, Father, for Nathan. Thank you, Lord. God is giving you patience in this season. Just patience. I sense that you exactly where you need to be right now. Just be patient because God is putting missing pieces in place and He's orchestrating things in your life. But the end does not look like you think. Not at all. There's many changes that's coming where God is going to do something completely the opposite, completely new. I sense in this season that God is focusing on strengthening your relationship between the two of you. And that is His focus. And I wanted to make... I want you to make that your focus as well right now, just to strengthen your marriage, strengthen your relationship, because God is building a unity between the two of you, <laughs> a unity.
that when the time comes and the open doors comes, that you will be able to go. There's times where I see you are sent together, but then there will be times where you'll be sent individually. And she'll be sent too. Sent too. She's got some, carries some powerful things within her. Powerful, powerful, gifted woman. The time will come where God will send her too. Sometimes you'll be home and uh, she'll be sent and then it will swap around and then the times will go together. But in this season, God is creating that unity between the two of you right now. Amen. Bless you. Have you seen it? Thank you, Nathan. Thank you, God. Thank you, Father. Pastor Brandon, you stand, please. Where's your wife? Is she here? Ah, thank you, Father, for his wife. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. She is a powerful woman when it comes to prayer. Prayer. I sense that this season that where you are in right now in your lives is a, is a prayer being answered. It's a prayer being answered. And God's going to shift things in this season within your own life, within your personal lives. Because I sense that your focus has been on ministry always for both of you. God expand the ministry, use us. We want to do great things out there. But I see God is shifting his focus on your home right now. He's saying that I've been, I'm going to build the ministry and I do that. But you are on my priority list. You're right on the top as a family. And I see in this season that God wants to take care of your family and reignite, strengthen bonds and relationships between you as a family, strengthen you together. And God wants you to know that you mean just as much to him as a family and all the other things that you're busy with and doing right now. God is accelerating things in your own life. And I see as you minister and as you speak that the acceleration is coming. Acceleration is coming. The enemy is trying to come in on so many ways, but you are too fast for him. <laughs> he can't get a place sick. As he comes, that God gives you wisdom to get around it, to move around it. You fast, moving fast beyond things. God is touching your mind when it comes to the word, and I know that you know the word well, but God is opening up the word to you on a completely different level, helping you to see things. And I see debates and things that's going on in the scripture. There is a talk show on television, and I see you on this talk show, and you're discussing the word. But the people that's on this talk show that's talking, they're not, they, they're not there to to stand for the word. I see that they, they're trying to find ways to, uh, to put negative connotations to things in the word and that the word is invalid by how God's giving you wisdom. And I see that you are diffusing conversations the whole time. Before it can get started, you diffuse it. God gives you the wisdom to speak the word that diffuses that argument. Before it starts, it is diffused. Before it starts, it is powerless because of the wisdom to speak in that moment and in that area. I see you function in the political field. The political fields. I see politics around you. I see men with, <laughs> on that level that is surrounded by you. That's surrounded by you. See, God is giving you favor. Not necessarily that you will be physically involved there, but I see how God is giving you favor with these people. And you're sitting with them, sitting on that level and discussing things. I want to say to you tonight, I sense in my spirit, that the future of America is important. I sense how God is giving you favor and opening up things, and I see you will even stand and defend certain things regarding America and the future of America and laws and certain regulations and things 
See how you're standing and you're defending, you're standing for these things. It's been a season where you have been quiet and you've been hidden away, but in this time God is opening you up and I see a light that's coming upon your life as God is busy showing you to people, lifting you up. You are prepared and you are ready. You are like a stallion that's ready to run, ready to run, you're ready to move. And God has been preparing you, preparing you, preparing you. And I declare tonight that you will win this race. You will win it. You will win it. You will go into it and you'll be prepared. And no harm will come against you. God will protect your family, will protect you in this season and in this time to stand. God has given you helpers in this season. Helpers. Because He's giving you more and expanding you. He's not just giving you helpers so, so you can do less. It's giving you helpers because there's expansion that's coming. Expansion that's coming. <laughs> because the level of faith is lifting. The level of responsibility is lifting. It's giving you helpers to be able to focus on those things so that you can step into the things that God has for you and that He has prepared for you. Amen? I pray for your wife tonight, where she is tonight. <laughs> I pray for her. I pray that God... <laughs> I pray that everything that she trusted for, everything she prayed for, I pray that God will bless her and He will multiply her. And God will strengthen her. He will, take, he will pick up her faith to a different level. Pick it up. I declare right now where she is. If it's an upgrade, whatever it's called in His Spirit, I declare it. That she's receiving an upgrade right now with you to stand up and to move forward. Okay? How many children do you have again? One, one of your children are leaving home. One of the children are leaving. And I want you to know that God says he's in it and he's part of it. <laughs> you don't have to worry about that child. God's got it all paved, all set out. I see resources, resources, financial resources that God has set in place for the provision of that child. God is putting it in place. He's preparing the way. God's going to take care of that child. Okay? I want you to know it. Bless you. You know, often we pray for our children. We pray for our children. But we need to know that God loves our children more than we love them. We pray for them. We plead, Lord, please help our children. God loves them way beyond what that we can ever love them. That's the love that the Father has for them. Okay? Amen. There's people here in the room tonight, and God has been speaking to you about a new business. A new business. I see a new venture that's happening. <laughs> He's been speaking to you. You've received confirmation. I'm not here tonight to give you another confirmation. I want to say to you tonight, when are you going to step into it? When are you going to move into the things that God has for you in this moment? God is waiting for that response. He's waiting for you to step in. As you step, things are about to change. There's a turning point. There's a tipping point that's coming. Many of you that's here tonight, so you've been praying and praying and praying there's that tipping point. When, you, when we have a vehicle tonight and we push that vehicle, we want to tip it. It takes a lot of effort, a lot of strength, and then there is the tipping point. It is, there, it is that, there, that place where <laughs> nothing can stop it anymore. It's happening. It's tipping. And many of you are at that place tonight. You are at that tipping point, that tipping point, where your response is going to put it into motion. Nothing can stop it. No effort can stop it from what God wants to do at that moment. Amen? Bless you. What's your name, sir? Right there. What's your name? Sorry? Everett. I cannot pronounce it. You can stand, please. What's his name? Everett. Everett. Is that right? Okay. You married? Please, let us stand with you. 
Stand with him, please. What do you do for a living, sir? Work for Envelope Company and your pastor. Okay. How do you work for Envelope Company? What is that? What do you, what do you, make, what do, you do with envelopes? Okay. Amen. What do you do, ma'am? Courier. Okay. Now, the mantle of ministry and a pastor is upon you. And I'm here tonight to tell you that the time will come for both of you where you will be in ministry full time. That is what God is calling you for. Now, this is the invitation. This is the invitation. God is calling you to put all your energy and everything into that. And God will take care of the rest. He will take care of it. You will not need to work. You will not need the finances to work two jobs to do two things simultaneously. God will provide for you. He will put things into place so that you can put all your effort and attention into that. God has given you a father's heart for the brokenhearted. Not just that area, but also people that are struggling with addictions. We have a special anointing to pray for people, for addictions to be broken over their lives. And in this time of your life, God's going to use you powerfully in that to break addictions. I see young men that's coming. I see they, as they come to you, they are, they are on, they're struggling with addictions. They are at that moment. They just use certain substances and things. And I see how they come to you. And as they come to you at that moment, that that addiction is broken right there. At that moment, at that place. Right there on that spot completely at that moment. Now, God wants you to let go of the past. Whatever happened in the past regarding ministry. There's some ideas and thoughts of ministry in the past. And I want to say to you that this is not going to be like that. This is not... So I pray that God would remove any reference that you have right now, every negative reference to ministry or to the past. <laughs> because God's going to do a new thing and a fresh thing within you. <laughs> I see God is rewriting the book, rewriting ministry within your lives and helping you to see. He is making everything beautiful again. You're walking in your purpose. Now you need to know tonight that you will never be happy, completely happy until you fulfill the will that God has for you in pastoring. Never. There will always be that emptiness. But when you are with people, then that emptiness is, is gone. You know that you were born for this. This is where you need to be. I declare tonight that God will send the resources. He will send everything that you need. There's a new home that's waiting for you where you're staying right now. It's not where you will live. There's a new home, a new place that's waiting for you. But it's assigned, connected to the ministry that God has for you, to being a pastor, to focus on that, it's connected to that. When it comes to your children and any other need that you have, God's going to meet those needs. Do you have a daughter? Do you have a daughter? How many daughters do you have? One. Where is she? Come here, daughter. <laughs> Come stand here with them. I don't know that you are their daughter. Thank you, Father, for her life. standard. I sense in the spirit that she's part of it. She's part of it. She's part of it. And God is calling you as a family. He's calling you as a family to touch them. I want you to know tonight that this word is connected to you. It's connected to your life. Whatever you're busy with and where you're involved, that God wants, God's going to make ministry your primary, primary goal in this season, not other things. Now, 
They are called and they are responding with faith in their hearts. But you haven't responded yet. You haven't responded. You know, God calls you and then you call someone else. You convince them that they can do a better job than you. But I want you to know tonight that God calls you. He calls you. He wants to use you. But such, you know, you have a love for people. It's a love that you have and the kindness and the mercy for people that God has for people. And that's what it is. The same thing that your dad has. He does not give up on people. He does not give up. He'll take the worst of the worst. He'll work with them. God has given him, given him <laughs> compassion for them. And that's the same thing with you. You have this compassion. So here tonight, that you are called. You are called. I see that the opportunity, the moment is coming. And I want to encourage you to step out of that boat as far as possible. As far as possible. As far as possible. I hear you saying, but what about, what about my family? What about people around me? What about... Step out. And you will see how God will touch their lives. They'll be touched as well. They'll be in safe care. God will take care of them. But know today that you are called. I come against any form of rejection to try to find its way on you. I command it to leave. There's no place for that in your life. No place. I declare today <laughs> that you are free of the past. Free of the past. Same thing with you. Free of the past. Any negative things or connectations that you have, you are free of that completely. And as a family, God will use you powerfully. I call it forth in Jesus' name. Amen. Bless you. Thank you, Lord. Amen. You know, there's a, there's, a, there's a small difference between a long service and a hostage situation. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we don't want to keep you here too long. <laughs> Amen. What's your name, sir? Yes. Daniel, stand. Please, Daniel. Thank you, Lord, for Daniel and his mom. Stand with him. Thank you, Father. What is your name, mom? What's your name? Valda. Valda, God is drying your tears tonight, this moment. He's drying your tears. Been carrying a sorrow for years and years and years. A lot of grace for other people, a lot of grace for your children. But when it comes to yourself and things that happened in the past, you're so hard upon yourself. And I want you, I hear the Lord saying, I want her to have the same grace for herself tonight. And tonight I declare that God is gracious. And God, do not remember the past. He has completely wiped that away. And I want you tonight as you leave this place to let it go. Let the past go. The past has passed away. It is over. Your time, however, is not over yet. And God still wants to do powerful things in your life and powerful things in your children's lives. He will do it. Now, there's been some people that you've been trying to drag them along, trying to push them, trying to drag them, drag them, drag them. Now, since at this moment, God is saying, let go of them. Let go of that. Hold on to Him. God will surrender them to God because God will take care of them. He will take care. They are not your responsibility. You've got a caring heart and you want to do everything for them, but God needs to intervene in this situation. God's going to step in 
and God's going to take care of it. So I declare right now, I declare right now, you surrender it to the Lord, to Him. It's not yours to carry, okay? With such a pure, pure heart, <laughs> pure heart, emotive, and I see how you're doing things, and it's always, always there caring for people. Now, God has given you a gift. You have a gift of servanthood. Gift. Now, being a servant can change a person's life just as a prophecy can change that. That God is using you, the heart that you have, and serving others to transform them and to touch them. So you always have a positive word and a good word for people. Always encouragement. Always see on the phone the whole time, giving encouragement, helping people, strengthening them. I declare in this hour of your need, that God will be your strength, that God will be your helper. He will be the lifter of your head. You will see, you will see that God is good in Jesus' name. I release the music that's in you. I call it forth. It's a music instrument that's going out, sounds that's going out. I pray for giftings and talents that's within Him, Lord. Things that's not even developed or touched yet. I call it forth in this season of His life. Fresh desire. I pray, Father, that the limitation is upon his life, that it's removed right now from this moment on. See how God is calling you to break barriers. There's a limitation that's upon your family of things that can be achieved. And God's saying that I'm going to use you to break it, to lift that limitation, to go beyond it, beyond it. You have an incredible mind, incredible mind. <laughs> I pray, Father, for him right now, that you would lift him up, you empower him. Some things that he... Many people have said things over your life, negative things. Tonight, I loosen you from that. Any negative thing that was said over your life, it is not true, and it will not happen. I declare life over you. I declare that you will succeed. <laughs> you will succeed. Nothing will stop you, limit you anymore. I call it forth. I see books opening up again. God will bring studies. You will study again. You will prepare again. But this time, you'll finish. You'll finish. <laughs> Not like in the past. <laughs> You'll finish this time. You'll finish. Because you have the mind for it. You have the strength. You can do it. You can do it. You've looked at your life several times and you thought that maybe there's something wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing is wrong with you. I declare over you right now, your mind, your body, every part of your being, that you will accelerate and you will reach heights that no one thought. <laughs> I see your own family look at you in the future and they marvel and think we never expected that from him. But it's because God is with you and he's your supporter in this season in your life. Do you have a brother? Where is he? What's his name? There's a brother that he almost looks like you. Like a, what's his name? Kavika. How old is he? 20? 25. He can be your twin brother. <laughs> it's like very, very close to you. See him with you. We pray for him right now because he, the enemy is attacking his life. He knows what the truth is. They know what is right. But I see he's being lured. You know, the plan of the enemy is to enter, separate, and assassinate. And the enemy is trying to separate him now alone. We call him back to God's kingdom. We call him back into the house of the Lord. We call him back wherever he is. He carries a purpose. He carries a mighty purpose. See, as you grew up, he was always the one, he was always the one that convinced you to do it. But he, he didn't do it. He convinced you, and you go, and you get in trouble. But he's, he's a leader. He has purpose upon his life. So we call him in for God's kingdom. I command the enemy to leave him right now. 
You have no right to touch his life. No right. We call it forth. And Jesus, right now, right now. See death as where he goes now. See how death follows him, tries to find him. <laughs> I declare the death will not come close to him. Will not come close to him. His life is precious. And God will use him powerfully. Okay? There's things that's waiting for the both of you in the future. See, later, see, in years to come, the two of you will work together. Some things that you will do together in the future, the two of you. It will come to pass later. But for now, study. Study, prepare yourself, finish things. Finish things that you need to do in this season. Okay? Amen. Bless you. Thank you, sir. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Father. It's like a rapture. I don't really believe in the rapture, but he's gone now. <laughs> it's too late. Amen. Thank you, Father. Sir, right there at the back. Yes. Here. Yes, stand, please. Thank you, God. Are you in the church here? Are you in this church? How long? A year. <laughs> okay. I declare, uh, I declare over your life today that God is about to accelerate you. Accelerate you. Because I see you sit, listen, and listen. There's no change that's coming. There's no change. Nothing is happening with you. And I declare tonight that it's time for change. It's time for things to change around you. I want to encourage you to come and to be here because God's busy transforming your life at this moment. I see how you're looking at things in your life and you're speaking against it. You're saying negative things about your own situation. You're saying it's not working. This is not... Don't say that anymore. I declare from this moment on, you're about to see that it is working. That God's word is powerful and he is watching over his word. There was things that was spoken over your life, and there is a rebellion that sometimes comes up within your heart, and you get rebellious regarding things. I see how God is bringing peace to your life and peace to your situation at this, at this moment. I see a friend in your life that has really done you harm, done you harm, a friend. It's really done you harm. And I want you tonight to forgive him because it's still influencing your life and where you are. But you really trusted him. Trusted, you would trust him with your life. And things happened where you, you lost that trust in him. And you're walking with this disappointment that, that this is how people is. It's not. God's going to heal your heart. And I declare that he's placing people around you now. Friends, godly friends. He's placing them around you. People that will stand with you and that will see you walk in the things that you were called for. Now you have got, you've got multiple, you're a multitasker, multiple talents and things that you can do. But I see how you're working with your hands and you can fix anything that breaks. <laughs> There's nothing that you can fix. You can fix anything. But I see how God is taking your life at this moment and God is polishing it a little bit and He's stepping it up to the next level. He's making it a little bit more professional. See a couple of men that you are surrounded with that will start to work with you in the future. God is teaching you right now as we speak how to work with finances, how to work with money. Because <laughs> see money come in and, and it just leaves again. <laughs> but God is going to teach you how to work with it, how to make the right choices, how to save and how to plan ahead and how to prepare. I see how you adding equipment in the form of vehicles, in the form of things to the business, to what you're doing. Not just for the fun of it, not just for uh, personal desires that you have, but God is giving you a business mind, is helping you, teaching you how to work with finances. The day will come, I declare right now, 
where you will own a home and it will be debt-free. You'll have no debt upon that because God will teach you how to save and how to work with money. I want to speak to you about debt right now. It's been a curse of poverty upon your life and upon your family. But God's setting you free of that completely. And you will rise up in your generation and your family. You will rise up and it will be evident that the blessing of the Lord is upon you and upon your children and future generations complete. Do you have a son? You have a daughter. I see a son. I see a son. I see a son. Sorry? Where did he just come from? Okay. You don't see him? I want to say to you today that son is important. That son is important. Because I sense that the blessing that's coming upon you is coming over on that child, on that son. I want to say to you today that God is reuniting you with him again. Reuniting you with that son. Okay? Pray for him. What is his name? Sorry? Levi. Pray for Levi right now. He's four years old. Pray for him. <laughs> God has a plan for his life. The enemy tried so many things. The enemy's not going to win. God's plan will prevail. God's plan will come into fulfillment for his life. We call it forth in Jesus' name. Now listen to me. Things is about to work. When you touch things, it's about to work in this season, this time. Okay? Stop being so negative and critical about what God is doing in other people's lives because He's going to do the same thing for you. The same thing. He's going to bless you. Everything that you see out there is going to do it for you. But God is teaching you, giving you wisdom right now in working with money. How to work with that. <laughs> how to save and how to plan. I look at your numbers. <laughs> Lord, help him. Pray for you. Pray for you. Okay. <laughs> you make some strange decisions. Uh, I wish I could tell the people, but it's not... What we supposed to do? Uh, you've got such, you've got such a good heart, such a good heart, such a good heart. When someone has you, they have a friend for life. That's who you are. Very loyal, very, very committed to other people. That, uh, that's why the enemy tried to attack you on that area. Because so much to give, so much. You know, you're so funny. <laughs> very, f- Lord, help him. Okay. <clears throat> Thank you. But you can be serious too. You've got a serious side. I call it fourth. In Jesus' name. Okay. Is your dad still alive? Is your dad still alive? Where is he? Okay. I want you to reach out to your dad. Because God wants to restore something between both of you. And it's very important to be done. And I want to, I want, I want to ask you tonight. Reach out to him. Reach out to him. Because God is making you a, fa- you a father in this moment. A father. And this, the role is switching around. Because there was a time where your dad was supposed to pick you up and put, him, put you on his lap and take care. And he didn't do that. But I see in this season that God is asking you to be a father to him. Reach out to him and take care of him. Because God wants to break this curse that was upon you. He wants to set you free. And I see it already started. God set you free, your generation free. But God wants to lift it from your dad as well. He wants to lift it. A, a, your dad is living in condemnation right now. I want you to know it. He made some decisions, and he's not proud of it. He's living in that condemnation, and he needs grace. And I want to ask you tonight, give him that grace. Give him that grace that he needs. Don't wait for him to, for, <laughs> to ask you for forgiveness. Forgive him before that. Phone him and tell him that you're setting him free, that you want the best for him. Okay? He tried his, and he, you know, our parents, they try the best of their ability. We all do. 
But we fail. We fail. And that's the same thing that's happening with you and that child that you have. God's protecting that child. The Lord's been protecting that child. Everything that you went through, nothing has come close to your child. That son, the boy, nothing came close to him. Because God is protecting him and restoring you as a family. Okay? Amen. Where's your wife? You don't have a wife. You want one? Okay. This time you're going to keep one, okay? You're going to keep one. You're going to take care of her. Yes? Okay. Take care of her. God has a companion for you, a person that's going to place inside your life. And I want to say to you, you have to take care of that person because God wants to restore relationships in your life. Relationships. All the way through your dad to your son. He wants to restore relationships completely. That's why I want to say to you tonight that when she comes, she's a keeper. Okay? She's a keeper. You stand with her. Okay? You're going to do that? Okay. If you don't do that, they're going to phone me. I'm going to find you. Okay. Bless you. You may be seated. Thank you. I'm, uh, I'm ending. We want to invite you tomorrow night to come. I want to pray, end and pray for dreams and visions. If you're here in this building tonight, maybe as I spoke about dreams and visions, you're thinking, Andre, you're on a different planet. But I want to pray with you tonight for dreams and visions, dreams and visions, and that it would be clear, that you won't doubt, that you will know when the vision comes, when the dream comes. So if you're here in this room tonight and you desire dreams and visions, you desire to see more dreams and visions, I want to ask you to stand. I want to pray with you. Just release it upon you if you desire that. Father, I pray with every person that's standing right now, Father, I declare dreams and visions over people tonight. I command all doubt to leave. I pray that that vision will be clear. That dream will be clear. When they see that dream, they will wake up and they will know that this was God speaking to me. This was a dream from the Lord. They will not doubt. They will know. I declare that. Father, I pray for dreams and visions that they had. I pray, Lord, that you would bring it into remembrance again things that they forgot about, things that's important. Father, I pray that you would recall those dreams and visions. Let them see. I pray as people sleep tonight, (laughs) that they will rise tomorrow morning and they will say, I see what you see, Lord. (laughs) I see what you see. I pray tonight, Father, that you would give them a vision of their future. Give them a vision of what it looks like. Show them a vision, God, of what you see. I pray that they would respond say, I see what you see, God. I see what you see. I declare that over every person in this room tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, God. Beautiful. Okay. Can you just let loose for just a second, Dave? I know, man, you've been holding it down. Just let it go. You've been waiting for this moment right here.
Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, the prophet, Dalen Dodd. The prophet of percussion. Thank you, and Faith, thank you. We love you so much. These guys were awesome tonight, weren't they? Stayed with it. How cool is that? Wow. What a great time tonight, huh? Let's stand together. I'm going to let you out of here. But I want, to, I, want you to just, I want to lead you just in this quick confession before we go into our lives. Please stand. Let's lift our hands toward heaven. We've received so much tonight. There's been so much deposited into us. Let's just take a moment to just, yeah, let it just sink in. Let's say these words tonight. Your kingdom come. Your will be done. On earth. As it is. In heaven. Let it be. To me. According to your word. In Jesus name. Amen. And now may the Lord bless you. And keep you. And cause his face to shine upon you. And be gracious to you and give you peace in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the message. For more information about One Cause Church, please visit us online at onecausechurch.com.